Hello and welcome to part 2 of our conversation with Gaurav Mazumdar, a Grammy nominated global musician. In the first part, Gaurav spoke about his view on spirituality, the evolution of Gaurav, his composition Siddhartha the ballet and his experiences. He plays the Ganesh Vandana piece at the beginning of the conversation. His Grammy recognition piece and his experience with the great pandit ravi shankar ji in part 2 of our conversation gaurav continues his fond memories with pandit ji his performance at the vatican he plays a very short meditative piece for us during the conversation his journey from vocal music to violin and then finally the graduating to the sitar how does he draw his creativity and from where does he get those energies his experience on music and spirituality and the point of intersection finally he ends the conversation and our podcast with a beautiful sitar piece that makes you feel good and gets you all inspired and of course we end our podcast with our trademark rapid fire where gaurav is all himself looking forward to the second part of our conversation with gaurav mazumdar you summed up the whole experience very beautifully and i, I it's a great, great articulation i'm just trying to think i'm trying to put all of those qualities or adjectives that you said into the person and i'm saying wow and and if you are saying he he continued doing that at 92 or 90 that speaks volumes right we give up at 40 and 50 and uh, you know he never gave up he never gave up that's one thing with him you know i have i have read this uh, one liner many times and i believe in it i try to follow it that before you give up try one more time <laughs> but for him even that statement didn't exist because that thing of giving up never existed for him for him it was just keep going brilliant wow <laughs> you have i'm actually you know getting goose pimples just thinking that you lived with him and you practiced with him and that's quite an quite an, that's quite must have been quite a chapter in your book right in your life it's the biggest biggest chapter yes uh-huh. and it's going to be the biggest chapter yeah. and the most important when i do write that book yes your performance at the vatican please let us in on it <clears throat> that was a to to tell you the truth that was that was a blessing that was a blessing in many different ways a that i was chosen to represent india at the vatican at the very auditorium which holds close to 9 or 1000 people that auditorium aula narvi is meant for pope speaking to his followers on fridays right every friday so for me to imagine i'm sitting on that stage very stage with the pope and world leaders and musicians from every nook and corner of this world and i am going to represent india, india and indian music there to be chosen for me to do it wow was a very very great experience and also that was one of the first events which got my name across in india and abroad people started noticing who i was no oh, okay india today wrote a special article on me mm. i did many interviews on newspapers and i was thinking you know that we are it's it's the end of a millennium 
we are at a junction, we are at a juncture of history, which not many people will have the privilege to stand at that juncture and watch these two millenniums meet. Yeah. You know, it was, it was beautiful to see the night of the last millennium and the dawn of the new one. Wow. And you, you, you are really watching it. You're seeing it. Wow. You know, we, we, we are the blessed uh, generation that we got to see that. And I thought, what do I do it? I need to do something special. I need to create something. And as I said, any, anything like that, it starts to play uh, that tune in my head. And I kept on going back. Here we are welcoming the new millennium. Okay? And I am going back to millenniums back wow. to our Vedic times. Okay. My mind is going back there to the Vedic times. And all in my head I'm hearing is... The Vedic chanting. Beautiful. And then from that, I realized that I was making a melody, I was making a creation, I was coming up with an idea where I joined it with. Very meditative, very... Yeah, it's like a trance state, right? Trance, very spiritual, yeah. divine, very Vedic. Very divine. And... So I thought that's the best way to connect. Yeah. Millennium, which is gone way past, but it still lives in us through our music and our culture. And join it with this new millennium, the 21st century, and all our expectations and hopes we have from this millennium, coming millennium. I called it Akansha. Oh, wow. Nice. And that's the composition I played at the Vatican uh, for everybody, packed hall with thousands of people, yeah. and and I got a got a very good very good uh, response. So uh, Vatican will remain etched in my uh, memory forever as a as a special event where uh, I, I felt I was being blessed. Beautiful, beautiful, and 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 so were the listeners. I'm sure. Awesome, awesome. You, you played, and this is the, this is the fun part and the intriguing part for me. You played the violin for twelve long years. You performed. You were not an amateur. You performed. You you won awards. You won accolades, and then you switched to sitar. And obviously, you started all over again. Tell us, uh, tell us. I'm really intrigued there. You know, my, my journey, the first 10 years was spent doing vocal music, which I'm so oh. happy. So, oh my so God. Thankful. 
ंग a singer give me all those knowledge of my vocal cords getting to know my vocal cords and sing then i was i played the violin because it was chosen by my father okay i was too young and i played the violin i i did hours and hours of practice and pandit ravishankar ji heard me violin and accepted so yeah i must have reached a certain stage uh but you know after i reached my guru's home here in delhi that was the first time my interaction at such close quarters of being with one of the greatest musician and one of the greatest sitar players and one of the greatest instruments we have in india which is the sitar true it all happened at the same time and i feel soon after i i must have landed in his house in 95 lodi estate to live my love affair started with the sitar oh my infatuation moving into loving that instrument and then going crazy and being passionate about that either i play sitar or my life is finished oh that God. was the feeling i had i had to do it okay but i never jump to conclusion too soon i i am not a person who takes decisions overnight i always like to think rethink okay speak to some people okay. take their advice take their suggestions think think it carefully and end of the day i make my own decision okay but this is one incident where even though i took a what time of one year to think and go through this uh process of decision making i didn't speak with anyone i just spoke to myself and even though i was living in the same home almost after a year it was a summer afternoon and that time guruji would spend a long time in india and in delhi because he was member of the rajya sabha from 1986 to 92 1992 so because he was in india during the summer time mm-hmm. he wanted to have mangoes which otherwise he would have in america or in england or wherever he would be right. which is not the same you know having fresh mangoes from the tree Correct. and outside it is blazing hot you know that whole feeling it all goes together there is nostalgia involved there is that feeling of that taste in your mouth when you must have had mango for the first time in your village in wherever you are from Uh, your mother cutting it for you or dipping it in water keeping it for it to be cool having no refrigerators at home you know all that process makes you who you are so he mentioned to me that he wants to have mangoes and after lunch i said okay i'll go and bring it but before i went for that uh mango shopping i handed that letter to him i said i don't know if i speak to him if i'll be articulate if i'll be precise right. if i'll be able to explain and convince him so i wrote a letter before okay and i drafted redrafted the letter 
and finally when the letter was done i took a photocopy though these are days much before <laughs> all this uh, computers so I, i said i must keep a copy of this i might want to look at this letter one day you know so and i gave him the original and he was surprised little shocked and he started to explain to me he thought that i have had enough of delhi oh, okay. in this one year okay and i was homesick because i left home i left my studies and i want to go back so he started explaining no no it happened to me when i went to baba in my year and this this is usual just stick on just be strong it will all fall in place so then i said no guruji it's not about that it's something else i want you to read so he was curious and he said okay so he took the letter and then i went to buy the mango and a thing which would have taken maybe half an hour for me to go buy the mango come home i took close to 2 hours <laughs> because i was wandering in the market yes. thinking yes. <laughs> how he would react to the letter what what am i going to face now can, yeah. what is written for me and when i came back home he he had retired for his afternoon nap so i said okay uh, i i went to inside to my room where i was and it was only him and just one other guru bhai of mine just two of us and him three people so but after some time we had a power cut okay and naturally with the power cut the air conditioner switched off the lights switched off and i could hear he had a peculiar way of walking his uh, slip ons would be half through his feet half outside okay. and it would make a certain sound on the floor and i could i i could figure out who's uh, that it was him he came out of his room and he my, my other guru bhai quickly ran and attended to him and he was talking to him but i couldn't from inside i didn't have the courage to come out otherwise if it was any other day i would come out and say yes guru ji how can i help you you need water you need something but i just chose to stay in and he was talking and then after some time he very in a he was he was hardly very loud he was never very harsh he was never very but that day he he cried out my name really hard gorav like that so i thought okay that's it you know he'll yeah. come and call me and say okay that's it you have lost your mind go back home right so end of your uh, uh, time with me i i was really fearing so i go to him and he again in a very firm and a very not loud but a firm and a you know little louder than usual yes, he sir. said i read your letter i read your letter so and i was quiet i was trying to see his expressions and couldn't read much and then he softened and he said my god why did you waste one year you have been already with me for one year i wish you had told me earlier we could have used that one year you would be much further in your journey of the sitar oh no <clears throat> so i didn't know what to say i was happy and then he said okay doesn't matter doesn't matter there is always a time to begin tomorrow is tuesday it's day of lord hanuman get up in the morning have a bath wear fresh clothes we'll have a puja and we start your lessons beautiful beautiful and i had till then i didn't even have a sitar this thing i showed you in the beginning the mijrab right. i didn't even have a mijrab so on his sitar and his mijrab what he put on my finger with his own hands that day wow. and the ganda bandhan ceremony was one year before the guru shishya tradition we have a puja and you tie the sacred thread on each other's wrist 
and feed sweets to each other, a promise that we stay with each other through thick and thin. That was a year back, but this was another ceremony with him giving me the sitar, putting the mijrab on wow. correctly so that, and then starting the first lesson. And I'm, I'm lucky and I'm happy to say that I didn't have to look back. And uh, it's, been, it's been such a, such a rewarding pleasure, uh, journey full of pleasure and happiness. Wow, and how many years now, uh, Gaurav? I started in 87. Oh my God. So 30, 33 years now, playing the sitar. Wow, brilliant. And 27 years of concertizing. Wow. Okay, you, you know, you somewhere a little early in our conversation, you spoke about the, the three-dimensional thing that gets into your head, that tunes in your head. Where do you draw your creativity from? How does it come to you? <clears throat> from everything. Okay. From everything, anything which touches me, which moves me, which makes me think, which makes me feel a certain way, moments in life, uh, going through uh, situations and uh, uh, incidents in history, from everything, from everything. I, I might look at the sky outside and see, wow, how beautiful. And a com composition might emerge oh. from that. Oh. Or I might just be at the airport watching the aircraft and feeling amazed at the marvel of human mind, creating a, creating a flight which is carrying tons and tons and tons yeah. of weight and yet able to fly so high and take us to a certain destination in such a short time. And anything which 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 is thought provoking, which is uh, which moves me, moves my emotions in a certain way, and uh, I, I create them. Wow! Wow! But I, I best create under pressure and under circumstances. <laughs> when when you give me okay, we are performing Siddhartha tomorrow. Okay. <laughs> I'm best I'm best in situations like that. Uh, but but other other than that also I mean I, I do create all the time, and and when you create um, related when you create things like these in the airport or let's say you're sitting in the balcony, does it stick to you or do you quickly write it down? Of course today we have. No, I, write, I, I write down because that thought will go. Many times uh, I I also get ideas in my dreams. I, I when I'm sleeping, so, so I'm thinking of this music. I'm sleeping. It's going on, going on, and all of a sudden I'll wake up. Uh -huh. And that tune will still be buzzing. But if I say, okay, I'll sleep and morning I'll write. Morning I might forget. So I don't, I, I keep a sheet or I'm at the airport, I, at the back of my ticket, I'm writing or at the back. Many of my boarding passes, at the back you'll see a lot of scribbles there. Those are notations. And wow. nowadays on my iPhone, I, I have a page specially dedicated to this. And I quickly write the, the words, the lyrics, because I also write the words. And right. I write the notes and I write situations, I write the date and I keep it there and then I later work it on and I fare it up and I put it on my uh, MacBook Pro on a places where all my compositions are there. Awesome. Awesome. And the first opportunity I teach it to a student because that's one process of clearing my yeah. mind as I'm teaching. I'm going through the composition, I'm hearing it back from a student and I'm able to react, reflect and also learn from that. Brilliant. Uh, and this is a question probably very appropriate to you, Gaurav, uh, after having listened to you. Is there a point where music and spirituality meet 
or intersect and have you experienced it yourself <clears throat> i i think i think they don't meet they belong to each other wow well each other music comes out of spirituality and spirituality comes out of music you might be whoever you are and all of a sudden you feel a you hear a piece of music and all of a sudden you go to that sublime state where everything is just so very beautiful and so divine and so uh spiritual so it comes out of the music at the same time you might be in that state mm-hmm. and you might create a piece of music which is so very sublime and divine so they 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 are they they stay for me they they are together they are not separate they don't meet they are one one and the same awesome. ex- existing and coexisting within each other awesome music and leadership and your your views oh it's very important very 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 uh music is leadership awesome music is leadership because unless you are a leader born leader unless you have that leadership quality and skills you'll not be able to create music which will move people which will make people cry which will make people happy which will make people follow you follow your work follow your journey so music is all about leadership and leadership in the right way because as musicians you are delicate you are uh, strong you are vulnerable you are emotional uh, you you are everything you are everything and and when you are a person like that any incident which is happening which shouldn't be happening mm-hmm. you express it through your music if you are a poet you express it through words and i do it all the time uh, because it is important for us to voice and express our concern and if not a concern at least that we are aware of a situation around us very nice which shouldn't be the way it is and we have we have luckily musicians who are who are uh, born leaders they have the courage to voice it absolutely awesome very nice very well said uh, one one part of you that you have not spoken about or not too much written about is you do a lot for the social causes and for the community gaurav uh, can you let us in on it please yeah you know that one thing i always keep it very close to me because <laughs> i don't want to highlight on that i don't want to publicize that fact i don't want to be judged how good a musician i am because i am doing some good work for some needy people no i want you to judge me with my music very if i am a good musician you should say he is a good musician if i am a bad musician you should say no he is a bad musician but i don't want people to say that yeah he did so much for the poor people yeah he must be a good musician even though i am i am terrible i am i am playing all wrong notes and wrong shrutis and everything no judge me as a musician for the music i play and create and i do and rest whatever i do is my duty it's not 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 uh uh i'm not doing a favor to anybody if at all i'm doing a favor to myself because i know that is what something i should be doing so i've been involved with many projects i have uh, with a friend of mine uh, who was working for ford foundation mallika dat 
we formed this breakthrough where we worked uh, towards awareness towards uh, uh, violence on women and uh, I worked with people for uh, li like when the Kosovo crisis happened I gave my music to voice and raised money for the Kosovo crisis after the war and I have given my music to, to, to so many people who, who think it might help them create a certain awareness and uh, uh, people might get uh, attracted and, 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 and want to contribute and uh, relate to a certain uh, crisis. And I, I do it all the time and I'm very happy that uh, people ask me. And like, like recent, one of the recent things is, you know, in Bangladesh, a lot of rural, a lot of poor children, they have a problem by birth where their upper lip, there's a cut. Yeah, that's a cleft palate, yeah, it's a, yeah. yeah. And the director of that whole organization, he requested me if I can be their brand ambassador, if I can contribute, if I can through my music, I can raise awareness. And I said, yes, yes, of course. And I, 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 I play for them regularly. They ask me to create a video, to put it on their website and, and raise a certain awareness. I'm part of that. I'm part of many such organizations. I teach a lot of poor children who I don't charge any fee. I help them with instruments. Uh, I make their, try to make their life musical because without, without music, as rightly said by, uh, some uh, very uh, knowledgeable person, uh, wise person that uh, without music life is a mistake. And I believe in that. So I try to give music to anybody who comes my way, whether they can pay, they can't pay, whether they can buy an instrument or not buy an instrument or they are able to be regular, whatever, in whatever way I can, I, but I don't like to speak about it. I, I, I feel very inappropriate to put it on my website mm -hmm. you know i teach teach children who have uh, problems who are differently abled who have uh, uh, how, how do you say that challenges in terms of learning okay i, I have a, i have a student who who had cerebral palsy at at birth who okay. couldn't even move and his father just i think out of innocence asked me can you teach him will he be able to learn and I don't know what came with him. I said, yes. And believe me, even today, he was having a lesson. He was sitting on a chair and moving because for them to move their vocal cords, they need all that coordination from the toe till the head. But a person who could not sing a sa properly yeah. can sing a whole tune now. Wow. Wow. So, so for, me, for me, it's a personal experience. It's a yeah. journey which is so very personal. I don't like to put it on a website and Dang. highlight on it, record him and put it on YouTube. No, no. Why? 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 It, it defeats the purpose for me. Very nice. Very nice. And it's very interesting. And I'm glad you're doing this. So more power to you. But it's interesting you spoke about the cleft thing. And, and I'll tell you, uh, sometime back, we had interviewed one of the doctors from it's a friend of mine. She lives in Siriguri. She set up the first plastic surgery unit in Siriguri. And she... Actually, she runs an NGO called Smile Train Foundation, where there are kids coming from Bangladesh to her and she operates them free of cost. Wonderful. So, 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 so I'm glad you're doing it and this is really wonderful. 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 And, and also, uh, during the lockdown, 
I am a professional. I perform all over the world. My house runs on on uh, you know the work me and my wife does. But during the lockdown, I made it a point to perform for anybody who's asked me. I have not asked for a fee. How nice! How nice! And many many professionals, many musicians, out of concern. I'm not saying anybody had any other intent in mind. Called me up saying that why are you doing it for free and uh, you know this way you're yeah. spoiling your audience and you're spoiling your. Yeah. And I said, look, the primary reason we make music is to make people happy. Primary reason is not to earn money. And at this time, when everything is so dark and dull, and we don't know when lockdown started, when the whole Corona crisis happened, we thought, like any other thing, we heard about uh, Ebola and we heard about dengue, it will come and go. But this is. But all of a sudden, I realized we realized that it's here to stay. Yeah. And people are at home. People are depressed. People are bored. People are upset, angry. Yeah. People don't job. And I realize that the happiness people get out of music, because I have seen it right. when I perform, and I said this is the best thing I can do. So anybody who came, I did some few. Till then, I had not done even one Facebook live. I did my first Facebook live. I had got such good response. I did two or three, and within no time, people started asking me. So I didn't have opportunity to go back to Facebook live, but I have done so many live concerts nice. for different organizations, nice. and all free because I feel that this is the time to walk the talk. When we say we serve people through music, this is leadership. It's it's also leadership. It's also to prove. What you say, yeah. and and I, I I said yes, I will do it, and I feel good about it, Brilliant. and uh, it's gone very well, and I'm enjoying it. I'm so glad. I'm so glad. You are life-defining moment. Many, many life-defining moment for me cannot be one. A life-defining moment was when I was born into the Mazumdar family. Right. Life-defining moment when I got. my uncle my cousins my father my uh, father's guru who were all so eager to teach me anything i have it wind they 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 were there to answer then that great moment when my uncle nalin mazumdar and my cousin anjan mazumdar brought me to pandit ravi shankar ji that great moment when he said yes and said come to delhi live with me that moment when he said yes to me learning the sitar that moment when i started within a span of 3 4 years i start i gave the radio audition i uh, qualified i started performing in india i started performing abroad and i saw a smile on people's face and they saying because i was worried you know that they will see through oh this guy doesn't play because most of the musicians when you go here and you ask them oh how long have you been playing they'll say all all my life and here i was i would say i'm playing for 3 years 5 years so as soon as you say that however good your music is there'll be a cloud and there'll be a certain question mark yes. oh, is he really good or we just think yeah. he's good right. so all those all those moments vatican getting a grammy nomination meeting all these wonderful musicians having a wonderful team of students disciples who are great admirer of mine their family they learn this music they will carry it forward even after me and uh, so many things so many things uh, uh, venki that uh, 
I, I, it, it's, it's just that if, if you say uh, how I feel, I, I, I feel grateful. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Very nice. Very nice. And you, you really still have retained unbelievable amount of humility with you, Gaurav. It's really nice to hear. Really. Thank you. That's my guru's, guru's uh, doing, I think. Seeing yeah. him, you can never feel big-headed and, uh, you know, so... Uh, it is, it is important. It is important that uh, we remain who we are because the core will never change. Correct. The core will still be this boy from Allahabad yes. who was born into this family under certain circumstances and conditions. Uh, it will never change. Yeah. However much you try, it never changes. You might change this kurta and wear Correct. something better tomorrow or wear this one dry cleaned all over again. But the inner core remains and, and I'm happy it remains because uh, that's where you draw your maximum amount of energy, inspiration, uh, nostalgia and everything from. That's something you must keep alive. Beautiful. And actually on this note, what is your message to aspiring musicians out there, Gaurav? See, I, ha I have always believed in doing music for the sake of music. Not have any agenda, not have any uh, big plans that, okay, I want to do this, I want to practice 12 hours, then I want to perform, I want to reach here, I want to play in Albert Hall, I want to get the Grammy, no. Play music because music gives you a certain amount of happiness, which no other thing gives you. If that same happiness or more you get out of playing cricket, do that. If that same happiness gives you out of writing, do that. If that same happiness you get by opening a shop and selling rice and dal and uh, do that because your heart is there and you will do that well. Yes. But if your heart is not in music but you want to be a musician, it will not work. Sooner or later you will have bad experiences and you will realize that in the larger plan this wasn't mentioned. Ah, okay. There we go back. <laughs> We go back to where we started. Yes. So get to know the larger plan. Go deep within and find what that larger plan for you has been. Uh, where, you, where you are featured in that larger plan and find your place. Wow. And, and unfortunately, sometimes it takes a lifetime, Gaurav, for a lot of us to figure out. Yeah, yeah sure. And that is, that is the plan anyway. That's the plan. <laughs> That's also a plan. <laughs> awesome. Something you have, and I, sh I don't know whether I should be asking this question, something you have yet to achieve. Oh, a lot. To be a better sitar player, to compose a piece uh, which is better than what I have written until now, write lyrics which is more meaningful. Uh, I've done music for uh, one, one movie, Shwet but I would love to score music for many movies, nice. both in Bombay and abroad. And meaningful, good movies. Uh, I, would, uh, I would love to have uh, more time with my students, okay. prepare them and take them on their journey and uh, help them in their passion, uh, which I do, which I do, uh, yeah. but I would love to do more uh, I would love to write books on history of Indian music, on compositions, wow. on the terms 
and on on lot of myths which are uh, which basically you know sometimes uh, don't let us go deep into this music without any fear i want to remove those myths with a uh, lot of positive stories and experiences i have had uh, wow many things many things and, and i i want to make sure that uh, one day i'm in a position to convince the indian government that to have music compulsory in schools and colleges Brilliant. and uh, many things many things and uh, i'm working towards those and once those goals are met i'm i'm sure i'll find out few more things to work for <laughs> so this is a life's uh, mission very nice very nice uh, i want to get into a little bit of light in the mood a little bit i want to get into a little bit of a rapid fire with you the last few things can i do that with you so sure so what do the following mean to you a concert pleasure wow music way of life oxygen gaurav is gaurav is a boy from alhabad and he wants to remain that sitar is one of the most versatile beautiful instrument in the world finally you would like to be remembered as as a person who tried to make a difference with music and was able to give a smile on people's face through his music beautiful on that note gaurav i while i want to i'm tempted to go on but i know it is very late for you in india back there and i'm really kind and no if there's anything else please talk please no, talk no, i'm I, okay really grateful of you i would like because i like i like questions like this extempore and yeah. on the spot i don't like planned uh, you know sending questions i know you uh, told me that um, would you like to can i request you to play a small a different piece for us uh, of course of course yeah. of course let's let's do that it will be lovely yeah <laughs>
Unfortunately, I can only give you my applause, but it was divine. It was simply divine. You know, I'm, and whenever I see you playing, and, and I know Pandiji was, was really the only man who took the sitar universal, and, and you clearly, there are shades of um, your excellence there. No, Gaurav, there is no missing the fact that you have been trained by him for sure. It comes out, it comes out. Awesome. On that soulful and really, really enchanting note, uh, Gauro, I want to thank you for uh, taking your time out. Thank you for answering to the questions patiently. And thank you for regaling us with your uh, lovely uh, music in between. Your last words to the audience before we sign off. I thank you, Venki, for speaking to me, reaching out to me, and most important to the audiences, stay safe, stay home, listen to music. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Good.